0: Already this is Prep Spotlight on 740 The Fan and 740TheFan.com. Grabbed all near side room, 35-30, cuts back between the hashes, 25-20. There he goes, veering right, 10-5, end zone, touchdown Packers. Chase
1: Miller and Brad Anderson will give you the lowdown on high school athletics up and down the Red River Valley. Chrisman past the 45, trucks the defender at the 40, he's at the 30, he's at the 20, can he go, 15 10. by Caleb Crispin, and the Deacons hit painted for the first
0: time tonight. Play action, Harless looking left, now looks right. He'll fire deep far side Vasquez, leaping catch at the 30-yard line. There he goes with the 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown Warburgs. This is Prep Spotlight. Y'all ready for this? Pleasant good evening, and welcome to another edition of Prep Spotlight at 740 The Fan, 740TheFan.com. Brad Anderson uh, with you, and Well, we're getting to the nitty-gritty. We're starting to get to more uh, state tournaments. North Dakota with uh, tennis and uh, soccer starting uh, tomorrow. We'll go through those pairings. The football playoffs in nine-man, the opening round coming up, we'll go through those pairings as well. Uh, In fact, we'll get to that here in uh, just a moment. Regular season football uh, wrapping up in Class A. And then... Uh, double A and 3A. Just a couple of more weeks left, and then the uh, playoff races will be set. You've got volleyball, swimming, and uh, much more still to come on the program. We'll uh, talk to a couple of Minnesota football coaches. This is uh, c- a couple of big games on the Minnesota side of the river coming up on Friday night, including one we'll have for you on our sister station 104.7 uh, Duke FM. Two state-ranked squads in uh, Class Double A. A couple of unbeaten's and. Uh, it's been one of the better rivalries in the area for the last few years. The Barnesville Trojans and the Holly Nuggets from Barnesville, 7 o'clock kickoff. pregame will be about 6.45 on our sister station, 104.7 Duke FM. 7.40, the fan Friday night. Chase Miller will have the call. Good one in uh, Class A in Region 1. Hillsboro Central Valley after their big win over Ellendale-Edgley-Colem last week. The Burroughs will take on A surprising Oak Grove squad who came back a rally in the fourth quarter on Saturday for their homecoming game over at Oak Grove as they rallied to defeat Maple Valley Enderlin. They have clinched a playoff spot for the first time since 2008. Grovers and Burroughs on Friday night on 740 The Fan right here on The Fan. Chase Miller will have pregame about 645 coming up. And, well, nine-man playoffs get underway with uh, first-round action with uh, games... Throughout the state, in the east, Kidder County will take on New Rockford-Cheyenne. Kidder County 5-3, and three, as is New Rockford-Cheyenne. Mayport CG is at Linton-HMB. North border will be in Hankinson. That's a 1 o'clock kickoff down at uh, Jack, uh, Jack Boat Field in Hankinson. And Oaks, the Tornadoes, will take on Thompson. Thompson, that tough loss, too. Weinmere-Lidgerwood on Friday night. Heck of a game with the Warbirds clinching the Region 1 title. So the Tommies will host the Tornadoes. And Oaks at 4-4 four and four, back in the playoffs for the first time in a few years as they've... Uh, Slid down to nine-man football, and you go back early in the year. They had a game against Hankinson. They were down a couple of touchdowns in the second half and rallied for a win, and think about that. That win back in August might have been enough to uh, help get them into the uh, postseason. Out west, Towner-Granville-Upham is at Beach. Surrey at Shiloh-Christian. Hard to believe Shiloh at 7-1, but losing to New salem glenn Allen last week. But they are in the uh, first round to play. We'll play in Bismarck at 2 o'clock kickoff. Mott-Regent-New England is at ray North Star is at Divide County. Weinmere Lidgerwood getting a bye. The Warbirds at 8-0 will get the uh, winner of Kidder County, New Rockford, Cheyenne. That game will be played on Saturday, the 21st. Hankinson, should they win? The North Border Hankinson winner, they will go to Napoleon Gackle Streeter at 8-0. And Cavalier also getting a first-round bye, as does Nelson County out of uh, out of the East. Uh quick check of some other things. We've we'll, got the state tennis coming up, but uh, state boys soccer is coming up on, uh, well, starts Thursday out at Jamestown High School. Matches will start at noon. Bismarck Century takes on Shanley. South will take on Bismarck around 215. West Fargo, number one team out of the east, will take on Mandan at around 430. And Minot and Fargo Davies. Davies, the number three seed out of the east. That'll be about 645. Matches on Friday. The championship is scheduled for Saturday at 3.30 out in Jamestown. Hard to believe tournament time is uh, here as well. We will uh, take a quick time out here in just a moment as, we will, uh, as we've will. As we got Peter Nats from Hawley coming up to talk about the uh, Nuggets and Barnesville matchup. And we'll also talk to Kevin Feeney, the head football coach of the Moorhead Spuds. Spuds playing well. They have won five straight games. As after that season opening loss to Elk River, they've come back strong. and They've got two really good tests coming up here. Friday night they'll take on Brainerd, probably one of their better rivals in, uh, in their section, in Section 8 of Class 5A. And then they've got Alexandria with a short week next week. That'll be uh, coming up next Wednesday night, both those games at home, at uh, Jim Goda Stadium, as we'll visit with both Peter and uh, Kevin coming up here in the program. We'll take a timeout. More Prep Spotlight coming up here in just a moment. You're listening to Prep Spotlight at 740 The Fan and 740thefan.com. Back on Prep Spotlight as we uh, continue on on the Minnesota side of the river, with uh, football, uh, football action, high school football, and the Moorhead Spuds are uh, playing very well, and in the ranked in Class 5A in uh, the Minnesota football polls. And a big game, actually two big games coming up within the uh, next week or so, but a big one Friday with uh, with Brainerd at home. Coach Kevin Feeney joins us, and uh, Coach, uh, you know, you had, a, you had a tough opponent to start the year losing to Elk River, and then things have kind of things have kind of fallen into place here for you. But uh, your team playing very well.
1: Yeah, you know what? We we knew coming into the season we'd have a some experience in the backfields on both sides of the football, but very inexperienced up front on both sides of the football. So we knew our challenge at the beginning of the year uh, was going to be just to try to find some depth and find some guys that wanted to compete on Friday nights that hadn't played a lot on Friday nights. And so nothing like opening up uh, with the defending state champs on the road to kind of get our feet wet. But uh, really, from there, we we feel like we played some very good football teams throughout the rest of our season and. Uh, I think we're progressing to where where we should be at this point.
0: That's out a couple years in a row because he had St. Michael uh, Albertville come here last year and then Elk River this year. It's just uh, I don't know if it's just coincidence or probably just the way, you know just the way you'd prefer it to play uh, play the best right away.
1: Yeah, you know what we do we we we, re- we really want to find the best competition that we possibly can get and obviously like you said the two programs that we've opened up with the last couple of years you know it is a little bit by luck that they ended up actually winning the state championship but we're always trying to find great programs especially down in that metro area because ultimately um, when you get to the state tournament you know those type of teams are going to be involved when it's all said and done and so we want to get our kids test out there and and really kind of find out what the level of play is going to be needed to be successful and and certainly both those programs we respect the heck out of them and I and I do think we've earned the respect from them also and so you know, it's it's a good thing for both of us. They they get to get out of the metro a little bit, which maybe they don't like, but we like to get into the metro a little bit. And um, when you're playing outstate teams like us, I, I think sometimes they forget about us out here. But we we played pretty well against them in years past, and um, I think we're gaining respect. And I think you see that through the polls down in the metro.
0: Yeah, and good uh, good to hear. Otis Wea you're uh, well. He he plays uh, both sides of the football. He's been outstanding as a running back. Uh, just talk about him as a football player.
1: Uh, you know what, He's he's got ridiculous amounts of energy and, and, and a strong passion for the football game, and you know what, he, he's been a three-year starter for us, and you know what, what we've learned with Otis is, you know, his first couple years, he he wasn't a two-way guy for us, and all he would do is sit over here and stew on the sidelines, whether something really good happened or something didn't happen for him that he wanted, you know, it just kind of would stew over there, and he, he was like a restless little guy over there, so we we just kind of learned with him, he's got the energy and he's got the body to play a lot of football, and so we're going to try and get him as many touches or around the football on defense as we possibly can, because typically the more times he's around the football or has the football in his hands, really good things have been happening for us.
0: Kevin Feeney, head coach of the Moorhead Spuds football team, joining us here on Prep Spotlight and 740 The Fan. Uh, let's preview that uh, that Brainerd game and. When you're an outstate team playing teams from, uh, well, all over the state in Class 5A, it's hard probably to develop rivalries, but if there is one, it would be you guys in the uh, Brainerd Warriors.
1: Definitely. You know, when we got here seven years ago, Brainerd was the class of our section, and so we wanted to make sure we emulated them in a lot of ways, because I think when you thought of Brainerd, you thought, hey, they're a state contender each and every year. They're a very, very solid program, very sound in what they do, and a very respected opponent. And um, that's everything that we wanted to be, and so you know, early on, we kind of put them into their our kids' minds as far as that is our rival. That's who we want to be. That's who we've got to compete against, and certainly early on in those years, we started battling them in section championship games, and um, you know what? They got us early on. We got them later, and ever since then, it's been a great rivalry for us, and um, you know what? They're playing great football right now. It's traditional Brainerd football as far as they've got big running backs, great offensive line, and a very, very stout, stingy defense, and so... You know what you're going to get when you get Brainerd, and we've got to come out and play really well for us to be successful. And I think both teams know what's on the line is because um, if Brainerd was to be successful in the game, they're probably going to be the number one seed. And on the flip side of that, we'll have opportunities to earn that number one seed even though we play another game after it. But it will certainly put the team that's successful this Friday night in the driver's seat for that number one seed.
0: Coach, coming in uh, to the season, are there, have there been player or, a player or players that have really uh have stepped up and kind of stood out for you that has maybe been a surprise for you?
1: You know, I don't know if I'd say a surprise. I think there was a lot of guys that just were untested. And, you know, I first look at our quarterback, Jack Stets. Jack Stets is a tremendous athlete um, in a lot of sports here at the high school. He's a great hockey player, great baseball player. And he played for us as a junior, just didn't play quarterback. And so we we didn't know exactly what we were going to have at quarterback. We knew Jack had the ability to be a great athlete and uh, make plays. And, certainly he's done that and we'll have to continue to do that for us to be successful as this season goes on. But um, you know, we, we've had other guys step up and I think that's the beauty of high school football is, is it's a junior senior game. And so the more time that these guys have going through our sub varsity systems, you kind of know what you're going to get and you kind of find out which guys truly want it. And um, we have a slogan, you earn everything you get in our program and these kids have certainly earned the success that they've had to this point by the preparation that they put into it. And it's, it's a year-round deal, and we kind of talk all the time about you're only guaranteed eight football games, and we put a year's worth of work into eight football games. And when you think of it that way, you got to come out and enjoy Friday nights and play with some emotion because football is meant to be played that way.
0: Well, a couple of big section games coming up this Friday with uh, with Brainerd, and then next Wednesday, the short week with MEA uh, week and Alexandria also at uh, Jim Gota Stadium on Wednesday. Kevin Feeney, head coach of the Moorhead Spuds, uh, appreciate it, and uh, thank you for the time. Best of luck to the uh, Spuds here going uh, going forward.
1: Hey, thanks for having us on, and thanks for all the coverage.
0: Kevin Feeney, head coach of the Moorhead Spuds. Moorhead, a big game Friday night with the Brainerd Warriors at Jim Gota Stadium A 7 o'clock kickoff. We'll stay with Minnesota football. We'll visit with Peter Nats, head coach of the Hawley Nuggets. The Nuggets in Barnesville should be a dandy as always. On Friday night, we'll visit with Peter Nats after this. Prep Spotlight at 740 The Fan. Back on Prep Spotlight. and uh, one of the highlight games in the area is coming Friday night in Barnesville. And Hawley and Barnesville this time of year usually has a a lot of anticipation, a lot of meaning to it. And there'll be no different on Friday night when the Trojans and Nuggets both state-ranked. Square off. Head coach of the Nuggets, Peter Nats, joins us, and a uh, heck of a start for you guys here. Uh, 6-0, and putting up some big numbers. Uh, a lot of guys returning from last year's squad, and uh, overall, I got to be pretty pleased with how things have gone.
2: Yeah, we're very pleased with where, where we're at right now and how things have come along. Um, our offense is uh, pretty, pretty talented and really varied. It's it's hard to key on uh, the run or the pass with us, and right now, we're just taking advantage of that, kind of riding that, and then... Uh, Working things out defensively along the way, and uh, defensively, we've come a long way since week one, and uh, we still have some room to get better on both sides. But yeah, we're pretty happy with where we're at right now, Brad. I
0: would, yeah, I would imagine, uh, Coach, that uh, you figured offensively with the running attack with uh, with Logring and and uh, Vetter has really blossomed as a quarterback and. Uh, you got a big target in Lebock, and you knew would be able to score points, I'd imagine. But uh, you know, you you do have to try and uh, shut you know, shut down uh, shut down teams, and has that been the main thing you've tried to work on defensively?
2: Um, not really shutting them down, but just trying to get the kids to believe in uh, believe in themselves and to trust what we're trying to teach them to do. And uh, our defensive scheme is based on trust and uh, doing your own job. Trust your teammate to do his, so you don't have to. Extend yourself and leave your gap responsibility, or leave your responsibility to bail somebody else out. If you start having to bail somebody else out, then you you become very weak at one of those two spots. Usually, the one that's vacated as the guy that's going to try to be a helper. And uh, if we try to try to do too much defensively, then you get yourself into uh, unpleasant situations. And you know, we've just been trying to get kids to relax and. Take care of their own thing, and you know we had uh, a lot of upperclassmen play in defense last year, and so now they're upperclassmen now, but they don't didn't have as much experience coming in, so it's uh it hasn't really been really that challenging. It's just been something that we've had to focus on and keep repeating and talk about it, and you know build it up bit by bit as the season goes on.
0: You do have a pretty good mix of underclassmen and uh, seniors on that defense. Uh, just uh, maybe highlight some of those guys.
2: Our Sam Womery and uh, Garner Moll up front, our defensive tackles. And then we've got uh, Tyler Todd uh, is also one of our co-captains with Garner Moll. He's an inside linebacker, and he's a real solid kid, the strongest kid on our team. And we've got uh, juniors playing all over the place too, and it's uh, you know, Lee Box playing at corner. Vetter's at an outside linebacker. Donnie Logring was playing outside linebacker. Now he's at safety. Uh, Noah Glad's playing the outside linebacker in Donnie's spot right now, and you know there's another corner that's a senior, Harrison Nord, and it's just a, it's just a nice variety, and they're uh, they're getting better and they're starting to trust each other more and more as weeks go by.
0: Going things offensively, uh, Peter, uh, you know Vetter last year, and I, when I you know I saw you guys play a couple of times last year, I was just impressed, uh, you know what he could do. Looked very composed as as an underclassman, I thought through a really nice ball, has so he been able to make that progression kind of make it to the next level here so far this year?
2: yeah he he got in a hurry once in a while last year as a sophomore, but that's you're gonna have that, and uh, you know he did a nice job uh, taking over uh, from drew Thompson time to time, and you know we split time with those two guys last year, and he's just yeah, he went to a camp or a couple camps actually this summer and just has so much more poise. And patience and much more confidence back there, and he really throws a beautiful ball. It's uh, he can zip it in there if he has to. If it needs to be a long one on the outside, over the outside shoulder, he can do that one. He can uh, throw a nice screen pass over the top of a lineman. He can do all. He can make all the throws, and that's that's really something. When you uh, really pretty sweet when you got a, a junior who can. Make those kinds of throws, and the receiving core—Jaden um, Carlisle, you said Leebach earlier, uh, Carter Justice, and Noel Glad. Those outside guys at receiver really make some nice plays too. And it's uh, it's nice to have all those uh, different weapons in your back pocket.
0: Yeah, uh, you'll get uh, you get the big matchup with Barnesville, and I'm sure you know this. This was circled probably when the season started. Uh, you know they get tweeting back. Uh, he, you know, I think uh, came back probably maybe a little earlier than maybe people thought with from the from the foot injury but uh, is that the one thing you think that maybe that could separate you from Barnesville is the fact that maybe you might have a chance to beat them up top
2: I don't know it's uh you know they've got a nice scheme. they've got some really good size Tweeten is back I think uh Zen, Zen is coming back to play this week too uh, he's a big sophomore and he's a difference maker as a sophomore too, uh, at defensive end and tight end so um you know, they got us They got us pretty good in at our field last year at home in the regular season, and then uh, when we played in the section championship at the Fargo Dome in early November, it was a dogfight. You know, mm-hmm. our kids came a long way through that, and I think our kids right now have, uh, they're confident enough to know that they can play with anybody that's on our schedule and in our section, and it's just a matter of, uh, keeping them relaxed. We talked about it earlier in the week about, you know, it's going to be a lot of emotion, a lot of adrenaline right off the bat. We got to kind of try to contain that or rein that in or survive it and either be even with them or ahead of them. And if we're even with them or ahead of them, and I told our kids this, you guys are talented enough and you're confident enough that if we're even or tied after that big rush at the beginning of the game, even or types that's the same thing that even or ahead, maybe one score you guys are confident enough to carry that forward and mature enough to handle that and just grind it out and uh, I know our kids are really looking forward to playing this game it's been a good week of practice and so far and it's you know and that's a lot of emotional stuff and it's a it's a big night for these high school kids in the grand scheme of things, when they look back at it, when their dads and uncles and teachers and doctors and lawyers are going to they'll talk about it still, but it's a pretty small thing in the grand scheme of life. So, But uh, we're looking forward to it and excited about it. And I know uh, Coach Strand will have his crew ready to go, to. and it's uh, going to be a, it's a huge event. There's a couple of special things going on that night, too, so we're just looking forward to getting after
1: it.
0: Yeah, I'll talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, that kind of some things get, that go along, not so much with the game on the field. That's going to be the showcase, but a few things um, you know will be showcased off as well.
2: We had an assistant coach here for a long time, Lee Ecklund. Taught with him for twenty years. Um, he retired a couple of years ago and stayed on as a volunteer assistant. Uh, came down with cancer uh, two and a half years before he passed away, and he put up a valiant effort. He made it. Oh, I think three more football seasons uh, after being diagnosed with maybe not making until the following May of that first year in 2014, I think it was. And um, it was, uh, you know, Coach Strand had a great idea. Let's get a traveling trophy together here and let's memorialize Lee, honor Lee for his contribution. I believe he coached in Holly for 46 years at, in some aspect or another but all of those years track basketball football uh football was he was in the Holly football program for 46 years and we uh, i bought a canoe paddle on amazon and coach strand had uh, his uh tech ed teacher or somebody there do some uh kind of wood engraving type things it's a picture of coach eklund there's a, a tribute written down on the one side, and then whoever wins the game gets to take the paddle home with them. And then on the other side, you um, hopefully we win it on Friday night. Yep. We'll take it home and have somebody in the art department take some maroon or gold fingernail polish and put 2017 on there, and we'll just pass it back and forth like that. Nothing else needs to be put on there to score or anything like that. So, And uh, we're hoping that that all part of this game for generations to come. So it's kind of a traveling trophy thing. They're doing a 50-50 cash raffle. They're doing. going to raffle off signed footballs from both football teams. And uh, all the proceeds to these raffles are going to go to the Randy Shaver Tackle Cancer Research Fund. And Randy Shaver, a sports guy down in the cities, and I believe he's on Cary yep. Levin, has started this fund with the Minnesota football coaches association several years ago. And I think we're getting close to having raised a million dollars for the cancer research in Minnesota. So it's a, it's a kind of a cool deal. There's going to be a ton of people there. Uh, It's going to be a big night. Both towns are going to lock their doors when they leave. And hopefully the (laughs) cops can control and uh, keep everything in place back here in Holly. And, Going to be a great night of football and a great uh, atmosphere, the big rivalry, plus the, not only the rivalry, but there's also quite a bit of camaraderie between the two schools, too.
0: Yep, it, boy, it sure seems like A very cool gesture by you and uh, by Brian for for doing that. Seven o'clock Friday night to uh, be able to hear that game on our sister station, 104.7 Duke FM with Holly and Barnesville. Peter Nats, the head coach of the Holly Nuggets. Appreciate it. Uh, good to visit with you again, and uh, best of luck on Friday night.
2: All right, sounds good. Thanks a lot.
0: Peter Nats, longtime coach of the Hawley Nuggets, says uh, Hawley and Barnesville, part one maybe of two. We'll see how Section 8AA shakes out. Crookston and uh, Warroad have played very well in that section as well, but that'll be 7 o'clock over in our sister station, 104.7 Duke FM, on Friday night. We've got football coming up tomorrow night as the the East region looks like the four playoff teams are just about set, but kind of playing for home field and playoff positioning here in the final couple of games of the regular season. Chase Miller has the call tomorrow night. Should be a good one with Davies and Fargo South. Both teams 3-1 of the East Region. That'll be a 7 o'clock kickoff pregame about 645 on 740 The Fan. And then uh, next Wednesday as well, we'll have a pair of games with uh, Davies and West Fargo and uh, Cheyenne and South on our uh, Midwest Radio family of stations. Is Cheyenne also 3-1 of the East Region going into play on Friday in West Fargo. Packers just keep rolling on as they are 7 and 0 the last uh, unbeaten team in class 3A football and 4 and 0 in the east region one more win will pretty much clinch the top seed in the east and home field through the uh, playoffs that does it for prep spotlight for chase miller I'm Brad Anderson here on 740 the fan and uh, certainly and we certainly enjoy that you uh, came along with us and we'll have more coming up here in the next uh, next few weeks here on the fan